Welcome to Words of Encouragement with Albert Artis. My hope and desire is that this podcast will encourage, uplift, and inspire you to grow and live in the fullness of who God created you to be. Today is my very first podcast, and I want to talk to you today about family. How many of you know that families are important to God? In fact, it was his idea. When God created the first family, it's recorded in the book of Genesis that he blessed them and told them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish, fill the earth. Some of you may be saying, I don't believe in all that religious stuff from the Bible. Well, then this is not for you. This is for believers. You know, I'm here today to share with you that God loves people. God loves us and he loves our families. In spite of all the drama, the hurt, the pain, the unforgiveness, you know, the misunderstandings, God loves us. You know, the dysfunction that we see today in our families, you know, was never really God's original intent. You know, when man rebelled against God, sin entered the world. And we have been dealing with the consequences of that ever since. We have a real enemy today. You know, high blood pressure is known as a silent killer. But, you know, I want to share with you today that the devil, Satan, you know, whatever you call him, uh, is also can be looked at as a silent killer. You know, and the reason is because so many people don't realize his activity in their lives. In Ephesians chapter six, verse 12, it says, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. It goes on to say that to put on the full armor of God, that you may be able to stand in that evil day. That day when the enemy comes against your family, when he attacks you, when he comes against you in all kinds of ways, says to put on the full armor of God, that you'll be able to stand. So many of us look at our problems and things that we're dealing with, you know, in the natural. We don't realize that there are unseen forces at work. How many of you know today that your spouse is not your enemy? Your children that's going crazy and acting wild is not your enemy? Your circumstances, the problems and things that you deal with are not your enemies? Your sibling is not your enemy? Satan and his demonic forces are your enemies. And the devil will use everyone and everything that he can to distract you, to discourage you, and to destroy you. You know, God has always dealt with me in dreams. And I remember when I was 13 years old, God gave me a dream about a coming attack against our families. One night, I dreamt that I saw this old house that, you know, really looked like a shack probably like in the woods somewhere. I didn't see any houses or anything around it. It was just like in the middle of nowhere. 
and it was dark, it was nighttime. And this house uh, was very dilapidated. And there was a light on the back porch and the backyard was kind of like those old houses that used to have like no grass. It just had dirt um, in the yard, in the front and backyard. Well, this backyard didn't have any grass and there was a, a dense fog that probably was about ankle deep or a little higher and it just surrounded the house. And I noticed there was a tree in the backyard and there was a demon that was chained to that tree. And I saw this huge lock that had him bound to that tree. But then all of a sudden, someone that had a key unlocked the chain and the demon was let loose. Immediately, or all of a sudden, I was in like this big city, somewhere like New York. And I saw these huge apartment buildings and it looked like there was like thousands of demons that was going into these buildings. And I saw moms and dads, you know, at the front doors of their apartments and they were trying to keep these demons, these forces for breaking into their homes. And they were just holding the doors and I could see these demons almost about to push the doors open. And then all of a sudden I woke up and I heard a voice say, this is not natural, but spiritual. You know, it's been over 40 years since I had that dream. And I can tell you that I have seen the decline in our families. I have seen the attack on our families. I have seen that the enemy has had an on out assault to destroy our families. Our families should be a safe haven, somewhere where we can go and, you know, let our guard down, where we feel safe, where we know that we are love unconditional. You know, but what the enemy does, he tries to stir up confusion and things that will call us to build walls and separate ourselves from the very people that love us. Now, you know, I get it. You know, we don't live in a perfect world. And in some cases, it's appropriate to have boundaries and, you know, sometimes even legal uh, situations where we may have to have restraining orders or things like that, you know. But for most of us, most of us, we're not dealing with things that serious. We're, we're dealing with uh, petty things that separate us and cause us to miss days, months, and years from the people that we love that we're never able to get those precious days and years back. In a questionnaire that I read, people were asked, what made them stop talking to a close family member? And it asked them to be specific. And I have to warn you, some of these um, answers that the people gave are, doesn't make sense. The first person said, my sister said to my mom in a very mean tone, you gain weight and why are you still wearing that shirt? The next person said, you only gave my kid 
for her birthday. I know you make more money than that. She never acknowledged my children's birthdays. Never. Now, remember, this is reason that people stop speaking to close family members or friends. The next person cut their sibling off because she said, I am not contributing to mom's birthday gift this year, but I still want my name on the card. You hear me? She said, she said that her sister said it just like that. Do you hear me? Then she threw a fit when I didn't put her name on our joint gift from the siblings. Now, the final one, the last one that I chose to read is one person said, my other siblings don't talk to her. I am the last to hold out. She has always been a dreadful person. I am sure she has some sort of mental illness, but I don't even care at this point. The Bible says in Colossians 3 and 13, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. You know, it's a proven fact that hurting people hurt people. So I'm not minimizing your pain. I'm not minimizing what you've been through. But many times when people know better, they do better. With God's help, why not be the bridge that restores broken relationships? I've heard it said, if God could restore us back to himself, he can restore any relationship back to us. The road may not be easy, but I want to tell you it'll be worth it. It would make life easier for you, for your children. You know, when your children see you model before them healthy relationships, it'll only make them have healthy, strong relationships in their lives in the future. Matthew 4 and 44, or Matthew 5 and 44 rather says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. You know, if we want to think like Jesus and be like Jesus, you know, Jesus was willing to forgive the people who hurt him. Even on the cross, Jesus forgave the people that crucified him. In Luke 23 and 34, as Jesus hung on the cross, it says that he said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. Sometimes people are so lost that they don't even realize how destructive their behavior is. You know, there's a couple of questions I want to leave you with. Just think about this. Who has hurt you the most in your life? And what pain are you holding on to because you can't forgive? Do you realize that when we hold on to hurt, we're only hurting ourselves? It's a proven fact that stress, bitterness, anger, hatred has an adverse effect in our bodies, causing sickness and disease, high blood pressure. And, you know, and it even can affect our mental health. When we choose to forgive, it's not always because the person deserves it, but it's because God expects us to forgive others as he has forgiven us. You know, none of us are perfect. 
We all have areas where we can grow and be better. So why not extend the same grace that God has given us to others? When you take a step, God would take even a bigger step. He will anoint you and give you the grace to do what seems impossible. First Peter 4 and 8 says, Love covers a multitude of sins. Remember today that love covers and love always wins. Thank you for tuning in today. I pray God's blessing and favor over your life. God bless.